0: We're bringing you all you need to succeed in the real estate business. It's spilling the LT brought to you by lawyers title, telling you what it's really like to work in real estate.
1: We're going to talk about the luxury market in DFW, but first, if you like my content, you're really going to love my escrow team. So give me an opportunity to talk to you about your title needs. You can reach out to me on any of my social media platforms. My guest today, I'm really excited about, I have Michael Hershenberg, the owner of the Hershenberg Group, and with him is his director of new development, Brandon Hooley, who I just met today. Very exciting. And so I'm, I've been wanting Michael to come on the show for quite a while now. He's got a lot of exciting projects, and we're also going to talk about team structure and the luxury, the status of the luxury market in DFW. So welcome, guys. I'm really glad that you're here with me today.
2: Uh, thank you, Now, Very excited to be here and uh, be a part of it. Yeah, thanks for having
1: us. Well, let's just jump right in, right? Because we want to keep everybody's attention. So, Michael, the first question I have for you is I kind of want to talk about, you know, we've all seen the shift, right? Mm -hmm. It's happened. Consumers are starting to catch up maybe a little bit. Builders are back with all of their incentives and loving all my realtor friends again. So that's good. Why don't you give us a little bit of a kind of overview of what you're seeing currently in the luxury market since the shift? And then you can include new construction in that as well.
2: Yeah, you know, talking about the the shift, and again, I'll even back to what Gary Keller says as well. Um, You know, it's a a stabilization that is leaning towards a more healthy and a more sustainable market. Um, That's what we're seeing across the board. So again, you know, you had all these uh, inflated prices trying to, you know, take advantage of the boatfuls of people coming to North Texas, which North Texas in itself is a very, very hedged Market, unlike other markets like California and New York, our little you know you know dip when we called talk about the shift is a pin drop of a shift compared mm-hmm. to what other markets are going through. Uh, we see it a lot more a lot more of the stabilization and hedge around you know lower you know lower price points three hundred to uh, seven hundred thousand. Uh, things are starting to now come down on people's secondary homes, uh, but even in a luxury market on anything over a million. We're starting to see small dips, but it's not anything scary. People are still exiting strongly, and that's the most important message to get to the consumers.
1: Well, and I just I like to describe it as the greed is gone, right? Everybody that was jumping ship, selling their house for these huge overages, right? Just to just to move and capitalize on the current market, that kind of that part is kind of over. Over. We've got serious buyers and serious sellers, and we're still getting serious buyers
2: and, con- and serious buyers under contracts right now, and, and sellers are are wanting to make money. Uh, out of my career, uh, this last month, last August was the largest month of my career. So it's like.
1: Congratulations. Yeah, That's moving, so moving exciting. Yeah, moving and shaking.
2: The next month will even succeed that. In October. It'll probably be double.
1: Yeah. And I've watched you grow, right? Because when I came on board with lawyers, you were already an existing client. And when we first started getting to know each other, that what what you what your operation looked like yesterday is much different than what it looks like today. And we'll kind of talk about the growth of your team and the success that you've had a little bit later in the in the show. But you know, congratulations to you. And I think it's it's very notable. And I said this on our way in, that you're one of my only luxury clients that are able to get high-end luxury deals under contract right now. And that's extremely impressive and a big deal for you. So, and obviously a big deal for our partnership, so. You gotta find
2: the deals. Some people call me a hound dog and I'm okay with that.
1: I like that, I like that, I like that. Um, so talk to me about, are there, have there been any challenges that you faced in the luxury market and how have you kind of overcome those? Oh, for sure. For for sure. There's
2: been challenges. I would say that, um, you know, uh, the buyer pool that was maybe taking the financing approach, they've hesitated, especially with everything going on with interest rates. Uh, we want to, and again, that's probably one of my primary things. If you're Mm -hmm. buying a three and five and $10 million house and you are taking the financing approach. Seven percent matters. Yeah, six percent matters. Really, yeah, really, really, really matters. Um, if you are, um, you know, in a position where it's slightly a million and a million and a half, I'm finding opportunity. Kind of anything under two million right now. They increased our VA funding uh, for the VA jumbos up. Yeah. So now I'm getting VA guys that are going and buying one point $1.4 four million dollar properties. Good for those which veterans. Awesome. Yeah. Yes. Um, and good for those. So we're having a larger buyer pool in those segments, um, but. Um, You know, for the, um, you know, one thing that I'm seeing even this week, I had two deals where we actually went and um, structured the financing side of it where we were able to buy down the buyer's rate. And I convinced, not convinced, but I spoke, you know, really open with the sellers and they were happy to do it.
1: It's a new lender product. That's kind of, well, new old lender product. You know, the lender products go away and come back depending on what type of market we're in. But that buy down um, program. Yeah, yeah, from from the seller. seller. As an
2: incentive to. As opposed to
1: lowering the list price. Instead of lowering the list
2: price. Let's sign, get you locked in and make you feel nice and warm and fuzzy and let's get you under contract.
1: Yeah, I think it's great. Well. I I do know that the buyer objections to the interest rates has been a big deal for a lot of my clients, right? And it's how do we overcome those objections and working creative with your lender to come up with ideas on how to get that buyer to the closing table is definitely something that is important to utilize right now. So so. any other challenges you're experiencing or do we want to? In the luxury markets, uh, you know the ones
2: that the ones that uh, maybe maybe are, are are sitting a little bit longer I say that 's the only other challenge you know over the last let's just say fourteen to sixteen months our average days on market, specifically over anything over a million uh, has gone up you know and it 's kind of consistent whether you 're in South Lake Frisco or Eagle mountain lake you yeah know, it's really you know it used to be where you not know, have a million dollar plus property on market average day it was seven to fourteen.
1: Yeah, now I really like those days.
2: <laughs>
1: yeah, now it's 40. Now we're all having to work again. Yeah. Work again, yes. but you
2: know, you, you got to find the right buyer. It's you got to find that right pool and make that right alignment. So.
1: Where are you seeing the buyers come from that are that are interested in your luxury uh, properties? Are they local or are they still coming from out of state? It's a healthy mix. Depending okay.
2: on the size of property, we have you know some uh, properties that have a. Um, a little bit more of, a, of an attraction, whether it's closeness to DFW Airport or on a water feature like Lake Grapevine, Eagle Mountain Lake. We're still seeing local people move in from Highland Park and Preston. Yeah, Apollo. you've had
1: a lot of success in that part and of the Metroplex. They're coming
2: in and moving. They want to be close to the airport and closer to water. But we're still seeing a ton of traffic from your out-of-state segments, feeder cities. It's 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 pretty awesome.
1: Okay. Yeah. Yeah, we've seen, well, we've seen a slowdown in the market all overall. But I've also been kind of keeping my eye on broken bow, and you know, those are second home luxury. A lot of them can be luxury properties, and you've seen price decrease, price decrease, price decrease, price decrease, price decrease. So, you know, I don't know that. Uh, I think that it's just a stabilization, like you said. demand is still there. Demand I mean, is still there. This is
2: the first. This is the first year. Uh, I mean, even where you know, one of my luxury properties over a million in Southlake, like it was a, it was a. When you talk about a tough property to sell, uh, uh, there, there, there are three or four majors that a real estate agent was like, "I'm not going to touch that property." But I mean, one of the big ones was it was on a the whole property was. Which one is this? It was the whole property that you guys closed in. It's actually on a graveyard,
1: so like I don't know if I knew that it was on a graveyard. Yeah,
2: graveyard, murder upstairs again. I okay, okay, I know. Yeah,
1: yeah, A lot of, yeah. I lot remember of stuff moving yeah, we yeah, yeah. that property. Yeah.
2: Like the trifecta. I did yeah. Not, like, you
1: know what? <laughs> the trifecta. And the man was still there. <laughs> yeah. And he was from
2: out of state. He was from he was from uh uh Washington.
1: Yeah. So Okay, interesting. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, you're right. There are a bunch of producers that wouldn't have touched that with a 10-foot pole. So, you no. know, again, you know, uh, what, one of the things that I've always seen that, that I admire about you is the grind, right? You're a hustler, you get up every day, you do what you need to do to get the deal done. And so that's part of what made you su- has made you successful. And when I have conversations with agents that are struggling right now, you know, it is, what are your daily, what are you doing every day to be successful, right? Are you time blocking legion? you know, all the things, right? Mm -hmm. And so that's not a conversation we've ever had. (laughs) So why don't we talk about some of the um, exciting projects that you guys are working on right now? Brandon, do you want to kick us off? I know we've got three that we want to kind of showcase today, and I want you guys to also talk about your approach with these projects. Okay.
0: Yeah. Thanks, Tamara. I I guess maybe really to start off with, we'll talk a little bit about the approach. Um, Really, it's a, a real consultative approach a little bit different I think uh, than traditional right so really what we're doing is we're looking at taking from the landowner all the way through working with developers and builders that we have close relationships with developing communities developing properties even working with the cities to get those plat designs and the plat approval and all that all the way through to actual final home production and sell to the end
2: consumer and your end user is not just your buyer coming from out of state your end user in this example from what we're saying is even from your out-of-state investor and it's coming with out-of-state investment money they can take part in the development that's right exactly take part in the holding a few specs making some money out of the
1: deal yeah that's right so let's break it apart if you don't mind because i have clients that do the 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 deal land to the to the build to the developer right developer to the builder right but i I don't know that I have heard of a lot of um, complete start to finish approach, right? So do you want to kind of break down the segments for us?
0: Yeah, for sure. I mean, one of the things with the Hershenberg Group is we're not, you know, scared to get into anything, right? Really digging into, you know, opportunities that exist. And so we've got lots of land listings and we've developed those land listings through relationships that we have with you know, buyers and sellers. Actually, a lot of our clients uh, have other properties and investments and things. We've been able to, you know, work with them not just on the purchase of maybe a new home for them, but also some selling of their own land. We have developers that we work with specifically that also are out searching and digging, and we help in that process to dig for those those diamonds, if you will, those pieces of property that maybe from the outside doesn't look like it might uh, be, you know, where it needs to be, but uh, as we dig into it. The numbers work and we get them into that development side and then we partner them with builders right and so having this you know we were talking a little earlier today about a variety of builders that we have um, that we've been working with to really align them with the developers with those lands with areas that make sense so they can build their portfolio so it really becomes that consultative we're helping them they're helping us and ultimately we bring that to the end consumer and that's the, the buyer
1: i love that you said all of that because <laughs> I truly believe in a diverse client portfolio, right? Because you've got to be able to weather the market shift, whatever the market shift is, right? So if I have a portfolio that's just lenders and all we've been doing are refis, well, today, ooh, we're not doing very much business, right? So being creative about sustainable business, to me, is always a really exciting conversation. And a lot of times we get in this tunnel vision, right, where... My only client is the realtor. Well, that's not my only client, right? There's a lot of opportunity out there to work with. And and a lot of my wholesale and investor clients right now are wanting land, 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 land. I see it all the time. I need some land. Where's some land? And so the fact that you guys are taking all of those segments of business and putting it into a start to finish process is really uh, exciting to me to talk about because that's how I kind of approach what I do as well, right? Right. Yeah. So, and I think there's a lot of value to that. And then, you know, I'm sorry, builders, but you're not at the mercy of the builder. No, no, we're right? We're, fine. Because we're, we're partnering with Correct, the we're and I really the like that the opportunity because yeah. you know, the last couple of years, the realtor has been at the mercy of the builder, right? We we don't have enough products and we've got lines of 100 people, and we don't need you, and we're slashing commissions, and no more. You know, we're not even going to return the phone call, right? You're partnering in a, with them in a way. You're creating need. Not just for yourself, but whoever it is that you're working with, and I really, really like that. You it. know, I think it's going to turn from
2: that whenever we start, again, the builder alliances that we do have. We're going to be just pushing and shoveling a ton of business their way. That's right. Over that, we'll call it the next one, four, one or four years. What's going to happen
1: when it shifts back?
2: Our builder alliances are going to be returned the favor. Correct. Thing, exactly. and we're going to right. really have a true partnership at that point in time.
1: I, I think that is fantastic. So let's talk about some of these projects. Do we want to start with so the Vines? Good. I'll let
2: you approach yeah. on that. Please. Yeah. So, so we work with a great
0: builder um, kind of out of the Southlake area that has put together just a great product in the in the Hazlet market, which uh, it's coming in at you know just just above the million dollar mark, which mm-hmm. for Hazlitt, people were like, Oh, really, really? But man, we are it's selling it's very interesting because Hazlitt's changing. We are, selling, changing. Yes. We are <laughs> selling product out there and they've got just a great product, but it's really about that relationship right? So developing that relationship with the builder, working jointly with them as a team, because unfortunately, Tamara, I think we've all seen it. Sometimes builders and realtors are kind of at odds with one another, and we don't want that. That's not what we want. And so we've really been successful in building that relationship with them. And it's really about trust, right? And so We've got 84 total lots out there. Over half of those lots are already taken down. Homes are coming up. Vertical. And and so how away. much inventory
1: six, you seven, got?
2: Are of them, are, we, are we vertical now?
0: Yeah, more or than more. Than I mean, more than yeah. We've got a couple that have already closed at this point. No waiting
2: list. We have a, a spec uh, that's available. There's one spec available right that's under the million dollar price point. Just
0: under. Yeah, yeah. actually, We're great. been ready, great one story,
2: mm-hmm. great product. Half yeah. acre lots. I mean, there's nothing like this community. It's very special. And I look forward to the future partnership with this. What
1: business. kind of inventory do you have right now?
2: So we've probably got another
0: 40 lots or so that are okay. available at the moment. Some of those are being taken down as we speak. Um, so it's, if you want something, come in and, and sure. give us yeah. a call. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's a great product. It's a, and it's a great process. Yeah. You really get to, as opposed to having something chosen for you. Um, this is a product where you actually can come in and choose and be I, I would call it a semi-custom. Okay, right? that's what I
1: was going to ask you. Semi-custom, semi-custom, but
2: you have your own interior designer you know, given interior, to you right at the exterior. start. Mm-hmm. She's helping you make those really great selections, but also they're really doing a good job on bid management, making sure you're not going to get cost creep.
1: Okay. Um, and that's one of the problems that we've seen over the last two and a half years is yeah. you go under contract for X, and then all of a sudden you get a phone call a little while later, and the price might be a little different. So what does build-out look like at at the vines
0: yeah so the process typically is you know a lot deposit it's a five thousand dollar fully refundable lot deposit and then you actually get in and design your house right once you design your house then that lot deposit becomes earnest money right because now you're doing floor plans and all of that and then you actually like michael was saying you work with interior and exterior designers to build your house not the builder's house but your house and that process typically takes, you know, one to two months or so, depending on your time frame and being able to schedule those meetings. You've had
2: some do it in as early as two and a half and three weeks. So. I
0: mean, real the quick. The ones that want to move, two and a half, three that's weeks. Right. And then
2: while that's going on, you close your construction loan product. And essentially, they can start going vertical you know, after the six-week mark, possibly.
1: Yeah, yeah. And uh, have the product completed in eight to eight and a half months. That's right. I think it's great. And what is the total community and what, are, what, are, what, are, how big is this community? So 80, Did you say that yeah, 84,
0: 84 half acre plus lots. Okay. Yep. They're sitting up kind of on the, on the mountain, if you will, the ridge, the hill uh, right. in Hazlitt. Um, so yeah, great, great product, uh, great builder and, uh, welcome you guys to come on out and take a look at the vines.
1: Awesome. Yep. Anything else you want to add before we move on to the next project?
2: Uh, not for the, not for the vines. Again, one of the, one of the, in my opinion, one of the most, um, um, energy efficient and custom products that are on the market at that price point. You're getting these mini me's of these three and $5 million homes in Vaquero and Westlake being plopped in Hazlitt at the highest elevation point in Tarrant County. And you're having views that are just fantastic. And you can go in and a, if you're in the, if you're a VA or a doctor, you can go find us the dang thing at hundred percent. There you go. Uh, so really cool product. Okay. Yeah.
1: Okay. Brandon, I know we want to talk about another development that you guys are working on.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah. I'd be happy to. So, you know, we've got this luxury market, which is great, but we're also helping developers and builders bring to market townhomes and condos. And we've got one right now kind of in between the the Fort Worth and Arlington area. It's under contract right now. They're uh, basically going to put 60 to 70 townhomes. So they're going through that development phase. Um, We're almost uh, contracted on that particular piece of property and um, we're gonna work with them through that process of actually going vertical with those townhomes and helping them market these 60 to 70 townhomes. So, so we've got you know, neighborhoods, high-end, we've got townhomes. We, we just, we're not unique, if you will, in just one part of the market. Right. We're really looking yeah, at like being a, a broad you know, player and partner really is probably the right word, partner with developers and and users with that.
1: Um, let me ask you this. So, and if, if you don't have an answer right now, because it's still in negotiations or sure. development, you don't have to answer. Do we have a range kind of the price point of what these townhomes are going to look like? You know,
0: this developer is really unique. Um, he's partnered with a builder. Uh, I can't give information completely at the moment, but really his goal is to make this affordable really for firefighters. So glad that. Yes. Those that. That's what uh, I was looking for. Yeah. I mean, home ownership is a the, one of the top ways of building individual wealth, and uh, we want to make sure that that's available for all.
1: And you know, one of the one of the problems that is coming uh, that has come out of this market in the last couple of years is the question of whether or not DFW is going to have affordable housing, right? And I had um, the executive director of the Salina EDC on my podcast a couple of weeks ago, and I asked the question, "Is there affordable housing in Salina?" And she said, "No," and so. Because the the appreciation values have gone up so dramatically, and 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 the and the standard of living in DFW hasn't increased, right? So now we're faced with this: Can Texans buy houses in Texas? Right? Yep. So I love that 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 you are tapping into uh, things that will also help Texans afford houses here, like firefighters, and you said you mentioned a couple of other doctors, things like that, but. I I I just well,
0: firefighters and teachers. Sorry, teachers. <laughs> no, that's what, what I meant. Okay. I apologize.
1: <laughs> Doctors are fine. Yes, um, that's what I meant. Teachers, yeah. but I, I just that I grew up here, right, yeah. and so I have a lot of passion for Texans being in Texas, yeah. right, and so I love the fact that there is there are projects coming online line that people will be able to afford. So we'll get some more information on that one as you guys move forward. And then Michael, I think we have one more project we want to talk about. Yeah. On the luxury side. So Denton County is one of my favorite
2: playgrounds to be in right now. There's a lot of exciting oh, yeah? stuff. Tell me yeah. why. So I didn't have, realize
1: that. <laughs> we, have lot, we have a
2: lot of exciting stuff. I'm not going to go into too much details, but sure. pretty much, you know, between, between 800 of a thousand doors coming to Denton County. And it's so the incredible. Month, the growth yeah, in Next Denton. year or two, as it gets built out. Uh, but in the luxury segment, uh, I'm known as the waterfront lake guy. So I am going and being that hound dog and going in and searching out lake lots and uh, building custom homes all around Lake Grapevine. Okay. I'm doing the same thing on Eagle Mountain Lake. But going back to Denton County, um, we, we had an opportunity where, you know, a landowner, landowner since the uh, late 70s said, boys, we want you to take this land and do something special with it. And uh, we're just going to be – we actually have listed now – uh, a segment of his land, just about a quarter of what he owns, uh, and we're going to be bringing to market a really nice uh, conservation district, is what That's Flower right. Mountain yeah. calls it, uh, type of community where you're protecting the trees, you're planting new trees, you're protecting wildlife, uh, you're adding walking trails, green spaces, areas to plant lots of flowers. Um, this sunset project is going to be you know, between 14 to 17 custom homes uh, all on elevated lots right around Lake Fine. You have the water views right behind you, it's surrounded by the core of engineer's land. I love this project because you're less than a two minute walk, less than a, just right down the, right through some trees. You're at the, uh, horse trails. So now you got that really equestrian little add-on for this community where I think Fireman would go for having a little horse motel in the front of this community. <laughs> yeah. And if you want to bring your horse overnight, lasso them up and get your <laughs> cowboy hat on and go, you can go. And so I, uh, I'm i excited about this project. We're going to be making some really special homes and creating a really special community. And it won't be our first in Flyerman. we got many of them on the way.
1: Man, so. it sounds really serene. <laughs> sounds really beautiful. I can't wait to see it. Pretty so, cool.
2: A lot of history out there on that side of Flower Mound. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of
1: history. You've spent a lot of time there in the last couple of years cultivating relationships. So yep. it is seriously paying off for you. So yeah, congratulations. live in Flower
2: Mound. My daughters will go to school there and again, planning on being there for a long time.
1: Uh, let's kind of, if, if there's nothing else that you need to add about projects that are going on right now, I want to kind of tap into something that I know will be of big interest to some of my listening audience and And that is kind of talking about your team structure, Michael, Mm -hmm. because I've, you know, I have a lot of agents that are like, I want to build a team, right? Or they've built a team and there's just some challenges that are facing within the growth of their team, right? right? And I've watched you do this pretty successfully and not pretty, very successfully. I apologize for the word there. But um, I want to ask you kind of looking back as the team leader of the Hershenberg group, what challenges have, have you faced as you've grown your team, mm-hmm. and, and how did you find solutions for, for that particular challenge?
2: Well, we've all, we, we definitely all have, you know, you know, challenges in this business. Um, you know, one thing that kind of made me the agent that I am today is that I had to, you know, face every challenge, whether it's you know, from a buyer or seller or just a situation, right? There's, we, we, don't, we don't know what we're going to be faced with some days. I kind of had to walk through all of that completely alone. And I think that's what makes my team a little differently in in the sense that I I really kind of am starting to build really strong trust with each of my agents by being there to walk through them for a given situation, Um, kind of give them my approach on it, let them know really what real estate law says about it, but then how I would really, you know, maybe overcome that scenario if I were to be hit with it again. I, you know, a lot of teams out there don't, you know, trust their agents on the, on the, on the listing side. If you're on my team, you're going to be working the listing and the buy side, or you're not on my team.
1: I love that you do that Um, because that isn't necessarily a normal course of action
2: when you grow a team. It's not, but it's all about, again, building trust with one another so that we can go and then start building trust and relationship with our buyer and seller clients as a team. Why? We're giving an abundance of service at that point in time together. Um, And... With, with with good service comes again multiple referrals and the chance to you know help help that consumer in different cycles down the road.
1: Well, and I can, I've spent enough time with you guys, of course, that I can tell that you are a very close knit operation, and and some of the signs that things aren't being as successful are heavy turnover, and you have not had that on your team, and so I find that there's there's obviously success in what you're doing because I've watched teams that have had turnover as much as once a quarter, mm-hmm. and that's a lot of cost and a lot of effort. And it
2: is. And and, and again, it's, it's all through, it's all through executive coaching right now where I have a formula essentially set up where you're going to go through a 30 and 60 day trial with me. And if you don't have the ability to come to the table and, and, and be a part of this and be a team member, then, you know, it's just not going to be a good fit and we're going to leave as friends.
1: Yeah. And that 30, 60, 90 day trial period is something I'm seeing that more teams are starting to adopt to make sure everything's the right fit, both on both sides, right? And so, um, and you, you definitely need a group of hustlers right now because this market, we're all having to work again, right? We so, are all having
2: to work again. But again, I, I think with the, with the team approach, I think that, again, as the market starts softening up and sellers are getting a lot more comfortable, I'm going to need the boots on the ground to be able to take in the abundance of opportunity coming into the spring market again. So right now we're grinding through, like you said, uh, but we're pulling in and shaking the right trees and bringing real opportunity to the table.
1: How are you, do you mind sharing how you're finding talent?
2: Um, It's it's similar, you know, online search sites that kind of approach out to others. But, you know, uh, alliances uh, have referred me some, you know, uh, folks as well. Uh, People that, you know, uh, I've worked with. They know the type of person that I'm looking for. Um, Nothing really kind of special on, you know, going and looking for talent.
1: Do you want to explain to everyone what roles you have on the team right now?
2: Yeah, so I take more, more of the role where I let a lot of people, a lot of people take their own lane. Uh, again, my agents take their own lane. They're, they're out there you know, looking for opportunities in the listing and the buy side. They're cultivating, nurturing their relationships within their own segments. The team is bringing to the table builder opportunities and builder alliances so that they can, again, partake and that we can go and really hit a builder together and really kind of go and execute really, really, really strongly.
1: Well, and you brought Brandon on and he's working with all of your new development yes, projects, right?
2: Yes, he is. And yes, then talk Brandon.
1: about your backend operation. Backend operations. I have a transaction coordinator
2: that I, I've been with for about six years now. Um, I wouldn't be able to do life without her. She's amazing. Uh, and actually a, a referral from my alliance at lawyers titles. So thank you guys. Yeah, for she's she's her I know here. you're
1: talking about and she's a rock star. She <laughs> is
2: a rock, rock, rock star. And like I said I don't know what i would do with that her. But then building a, essentially a, a I just actually uh, hired and, and, and in the process of developing uh, a good friend of mine, Devon Cook. He's our uh, director of lead generation. I'm also having him
1: strike. Oh, I didn't realize that was his role. Okay. Yeah, so he, he's,
2: he's, 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 he's joining me on the listing front. He's a killer on the phones.
1: I've already heard about him. Yes, on, I've heard about ki- him. I heard kill, about him at mega camp. Killer on the
2: phone, <laughs> but he, he wanted to really kind of take this approach to kind of help really build processes in place so that when when, when the wave comes of good, of good business and good opportunity, um, we're going to have the systems in place to really, really execute strongly on them.
1: Sounds similar to an ISA role? No,
2: no, no, no. I have my ISAs, I have five ISAs, uh, four, four OSAs, which are out of state and one ISA that is here in state. Okay. Uh, but Devron is kind of that, he really kind of keeps my ISAs accountable. We're on coaching calls with them twice a week, just firming up their ability to convert and then hearing really what the objection of the week is. Um, but it's all about the systems. Um, so just really firming up on that piece.
1: How do your agents help you find and identify buyers for some of these projects that you're working on? So a buyer,
2: a buyer pool could come from really any direction we're seeing right now where we're seeing a lot of push coming from this SEO segment, this online just search. If someone is searching in a particular area yep. for a home or for a value, I think that's where we're going to see really see something strongly going into the, the spring and summer.
1: Well, I noticed you started a YouTube channel.
2: Yeah, yeah. So I'm managing my YouTube channel right yeah. now. But yeah, and I'm
1: seeing the videos. Yeah. So, and you've had you've had team members on them as well. It's not just been no. you as the star of the show. You've highlighted a lot of your team members Market and started education. bringing in some of your
2: partners too. Market education. We have a team. member. We have a, not a team member, but another fellow broker that's in our office. Um, and she is she's Miss Out of State. I think 100% of her business that I say she's just a rock star YouTuber. And so I got big goals to on my YouTube stuff. Which I hear you one
1: day. I hear you. And and look, it's a very successful platform for moving real estate right now. So any advice to any, to our listeners? Yeah. If you're going to
2: start a team and you're just one or two agents, definitely start with the transaction coordinator. Um, If you, if you step up and you're heavy on the listing front, even with two agents, I would absolutely recommend hiring a a listing director or a listing manager um, that can solely focus on a, every piece of the listing and making it perfect. From marketing to executing the day it goes live to everything in between. Uh, That's a, a crucial role for us. I'm really, really proud that I've been developing a team member of mine to that role for the last few years.
1: The, the details are super important right now. Right? Well, and,
2: and if I could add, Tamara, yeah. you know, one of the things that
0: we've talked a lot about partnerships here. One yes. of the things that Michael does really well is partnerships, not only with those outside, but also those inside. Right, And so he's giving people within his team opportunities to stretch and to, and to push, I mean- To develop. And, and develop, essentially, yes. yeah. And and ultimately, one of the things about Michael that I really appreciate is he's got this humble confidence. Very confident and mm-hmm. a go-getter. We've talked about Hound Dog. Yeah. But he's also humble. And I'll give you an example. So I, I was uh, training one of the new guys, and I see Michael's truck, and I go over there, and Michael, Hopefully it's okay I share this. He had messed up his shoulder a little bit in a skiing accident. He's out there with a sledgehammer putting in flags. And he's got two of his teammates that are sitting (laughs) over in a house. I'm like, Mike, give me that thing. What are you doing, man? So don't don't be afraid to get in and do. And that will garnish more loyalty from a team than anything else. And, And Michael does that great. He there's nothing that he won't do himself. So
2: door knocking. Starting next week. We, we, I'm so, I as, know I mean, it's
1: a great time to start door knocking again. Right, right? back to That's basics. Right. That's, That's right. what nice we're talking about out. right now. And That's I agree with out. everything that you said, Brandon. And I think. You know, allowing your, your team members to flex and grow and obtain opportunity on their own is one of the biggest things that will create longevity with your team members, because that's one of the things that I hear about on a regular basis is the team member says, well, I learned everything and now they're just taking a split, right? Yep,
2: yep, and, yeah. I, so as- and I want that. If I'm not doing <sighs> my job to continue to grow and yeah. cultivate and, and push and push and push, next year, we're going to close $250 million in real estate. If I don't, you can throw a pie at my face on a stand. Like, well, and if you do, we're probably
1: <laughs> going to go somewhere fantastic and celebrate <laughs> when right. you do. Not I want not, to get not... to that
2: point, but on, it's not for me. It's, it's for my team yeah. members and seeing yep. like their lives change. That's what this is all about for me.
1: And I agree with that, Michael. I mean, I feel the same way about my escrow team, right? I have to go out and do my job every day because I'm, I am. I have to help make sure that they're successful and they get to eat and provide for their families and grow and be successful too. So being a part of a team and making sure that the people that are around you that are part of your team are successful is just it's, it's the way that it's got to be. It's key,
0: real rewarding. It's mm-hmm. key real for sustainability for sure. Yep. And, and, and not only is it the development side, but then they know that there's a net, Yep. right? There's somebody there just in case. And that's where Michael does a great job. All of his experience he brings to the table, throw you out there, work at it, see what happens, but you know, you've got Michael if you need to, you've got a net there
2: just in case you don't feel like you're kind of on an island really really key and appreciate weird that. experiences this year from just yeah. things that i've just dealt with as an agent lisa called me one of my team members she's like yeah michael we got an issue we have we have uh five four cows and two longhorns walking down 1171 in Flyer Mountain.
1: <laughs> welcome to texas That's right. uh,
2: these are our cows and our longhorns that we put on for a client that they hired us to do that and yeah. So wait. You know whoa,
1: whoa, whoa! Don't <laughs> skim over that detail. So yeah, the client, <laughs> the
2: client was like, "Yeah, I want this land. I'm going to hold it. I'm going to make you know a million bucks on it. Whatever the dollar amount is, I'm going to buy it for a short term investment, and I want to have my exemption in place, but." You know, let's get this sold. Um, Let's get some cows out there and some longhorns.
1: And they asked you. So we, not
2: (laughs) me, my 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 wrangler or Uh cowgirl, Lisa Elliott, went and got some longhorns for us and got them out on the property just with a phone call. Like she knows everybody in that ranching world. And, uh, they, they escaped uh, bandit was his name. <laughs> appropriate.
1: <laughs> Seems appropriate. Yeah. I mean, what we won't do for our clients. But I was right? out late, I was out late, <laughs> 8, 830
2: at night, nine o'clock at night with the, the city manager and, and, looking around and these the people cows. that were just real upset that, yeah. the, that the cows were out. Oh
1: my goodness. Yeah. Well, I'm sure you're going to have a lot more of those kind of stories. Again, it's, oh, yeah, it probably. never ceases me. It never ceases to amaze me what we do to make sure that our clients are happy. So yeah. No limits, right?
2: <laughs> no limits at all. No.
1: Well, I think this is a great place to stop for today. So thanks, guys. I really appreciate you being on the show. I um, will be excited to have you guys back as we kind of move down the road with some of these developments. And so, again, just thank you so much for being a great partner to us and great friend and being my guest today. So thank you for another uh, tuning in to another episode. Again, I'm your host, Tamara Gady. If you like my content, you're really going to love my escrow team. So let's get a conversation going about your title needs and make it a great day.